Janelle Moody, was born in 1914. Now that's the year that World War I started. It was also the year that Babe Ruth hit his first home run for the, for the Red Sox. When she was four years old, that was the first time we ever had to spring forward and fall back. And when she was 10 years old, uh, that was when the first Winter Olympics were held. When Janelle was 13, Charles Lindbergh made his flight across the Atlantic. And when she turned 16 years old, she would have been able to try bubble gum for the first time. I don't know if a teacher would want to do that. She started teaching when she was 19. She made $60 a month. And there were some very specific stipulations from the Board of Education. A teacher couldn't leave town on the weekends. Teacher could not get married. And they had to attend church. That was also the year of the Dust Bowl. That was also the year that the cheeseburger was invented. And Janelle loved cheeseburgers. When she turned 21, Social Security came into existence, and the Monopoly game was created that year. In 1940, she married Don. That was the year that Bugs Bunny debuted. That was also the year that nylons were invented. And in 1957, she went, after a 10-year break of teaching to run the Hutton Dry Goods store with Don, she went back to teaching second grade in Kansas. 1957 was also the year that Dr. Seuss published the cat in the hat. She retired in 1972. That was the year that MASH first aired on television. That was the year of the Watergate scandal. And it was also the year that pocket calculators were invented. You think of all the things that Janelle saw through her lifetime, the, the new inventions, the new innovations. You think of, of wars that she saw and peace you think of poverty and prosperity that we've experienced in that time. And consider all that she saw as a retired person. How much history she experienced as a retired person. New developments and, and changes in our world. A hundred years is an amazing perspective when we consider the things that she has seen. But the most amazing part for any of us, I think you would agree, was what we saw in her. I've been reading the comments on the guest book on the, on the obituary page online and, and the comments that have been made on Facebook pages and there's incredible consistency in all of those comments. Ed Moore said, without question, one of the nicest people who ever lived, she was a gem. Keith Bouslog said, Mrs. Troll, I remember as always being a pleasant soul. Bonnie Watson House said, I have such fond memories of playing in the troll's yard. I was always made to feel welcome there. She was such a special lady with such history to share. I know she will be missed. Deepest sympathies to her family. Camille Baker, whoever that is, she says, I'm a better person for having had her as an example in my life. Here's some of the some of the words, some of the adjectives used to describe Janelle on the, on the Kansas Facebook page. Special, wonderful, great person, fine teacher, gracious, sweet, 
a Kansas legend, favorite elementary teacher, kind, gentle, one of the nicest people I have ever known, amazing. The word is admire, one of a kind, makes you want to be like Janelle. I read those qualities, and they remind me of another list of qualities that you might be familiar with. You find it in the Bible, in, in the, the letter that Paul writes to the Galatian church. He writes uh, and, and gives what he calls the fruit of the Spirit in just two verses there. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, Paul says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Does it sound like anyone you've known? Does it sound like anyone whose life you got to share? Those are the qualities that as Christians we're to strive for, and too often they elude us. And yet, we see them so perfectly presented in our friend Janelle. And I have to wonder, how? How was she able to do it? How was she able to live those qualities out? What can we learn so that those qualities will also be seen in us? I think one of the reasons why the fruit of the Spirit grew so easily in Janelle's life is because of her perspective. Janelle had a unique perspective on life, one that I think all of us could learn from. She saw the good first. She saw the good in others. She saw the good in circumstances. She saw the good in life. John Morris was sharing with me yesterday that Janelle had a goal, and the goal was to make one new friend a year. Isn't that amazing? One new friend a year. Now, that says a lot about Janelle, but think of what that meant for us. That meant every time she met someone new, she saw them as a potential friend. She saw them as someone that she wanted to spend time with. Uh, how many friends would we have if we did that? Well, if we live like Janelle, maybe a hundred, uh, at least a hundred blessings. A couple of months ago, I was visiting Janelle, and spring was just starting to, well, to spring. And she asked me, have you seen my cactus? She had an Easter cactus out on the, out in the kitchen. I hadn't noticed it. I'd walked right by it and didn't even notice it. And she insisted that I go out to the kitchen, and before I leave, I had to take a picture of that cactus, and I had to post it on Facebook. She insisted that I do that. And so after we prayed and visited, uh, I was walking out, and she said, I'm going to walk you out back. So she walked me to the back door, and as we're walking along, and she's eager to show me this cactus, she said, you know, when I see something as beautiful as this, I just know that there's a God. I talk to people, and every now and then we talk about long life and, and the possibility of living to be 100. And most people I talk to say, I wouldn't want to be 100. You know, they, they see life as hard. They see that life can be debilitating and difficult, and, and I see their point. But if I could live to be 100 and still see the beauty and divinity in the world around me, I think I would be okay with that. I think I'd be okay with that kind of perspective. Janelle's perspective enabled her to have some wonderful and, and godly qualities, and I think the fruit of the Spirit grew out of her life through her perspective. I think it also grew because of her personality. Now, I'm not sure if you noticed this about Janelle or not, but most of her friends were younger than her. 
Did you, did you notice that? I can only think of one that's older. It's a little older. But most of her friends were younger than her. And maybe we helped keep her young by being such good friends to her. I was always amazed and so appreciative of the way she loved children. You can tell a lot about someone by the way they treat kids, you know? You can tell a lot about who they are. I have a 13-year-old daughter named Gracie, and Janelle met Gracie on her 99th birthday. Janelle came to church, and Gracie, uh, she had to sit with Janelle. And so Janelle met Gracie on her 99th birthday. And a year later, Gracie attended Janelle's 100th birthday celebration, and as she walked up to her, she hadn't seen her in a year. Janelle's eyes lit up, and she said, Gracie, thank you for coming. She remembered her. She remembered her name. A week ago Sunday, when Janelle was in the nursing home, I walked in to visit. Gracie was right behind me, and as soon as we walked in, Janelle's eyes lit up. and She said, Gracie, you came to see me. She truly treasured her friends. She treasured her visitors. That was part of her personality. Another part of her personality that I just thought was wonderful was, was her playfulness. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, uh, I found that Janelle could communicate so much just with a sideways glance and a wink. You know, she could say volumes about someone without ever uttering a word. Sometimes it was just a, an eye roll. I would mention a name sometimes, and she would smile, and, and the smile would come across her face that just kind of said, God bless their hearts. I loved making Janelle laugh. I really did. It's, I, I think it's a treat to get to make a 100-year-old person laugh. <laughs> One of our last visits, I was getting ready to leave, and she, she suddenly got kind of serious. She said something that she had never brought up before, but she said, what if you came in here someday? What if you came in here to visit and you found me laying on the floor? And I looked at her and I said, oh, Janelle, I would go looking for the good silver. <laughs> <laughs> and she smiled and laughed. She thought it was funny, which I was glad. What makes a centenarian laugh? What would make you laugh when you were 100? You know what I'm afraid it is that makes a 100-year-old person laugh? I'm afraid it's us. <laughs> I'm afraid it's our work and our worries and our self-importance and our self-involvement. I think it's the fact that we take things a little too seriously, that we can't sit down and enjoy the flowers. We can't sit still and enjoy the birds. Janelle's personality allowed her to not take herself too seriously allowed her to slow down and appreciate the world and appreciate you and me for who we are. And there's one other quality that Janelle had that meant a lot to me, and it's something that I, I got to see in some very special ways. And I think one, of, one other reason why we saw the fruit of the Spirit so clearly in Janelle was because of her prayerfulness. She was a praying woman. I wanted to start visiting Janelle some time ago. I, I hadn't been to visit her. I, I hadn't been to the house. Well, that's not true. I hadn't been to the house since I trick-or-treated there. And I was much younger at that time. And so I, I let some people know that I, was gonna, I wanted to start visiting Janelle. And I wanted to warn her that I was coming over so she wouldn't be shocked at who this guy was walking into her house. 
And I was told that one of the first questions she asked when she was told that Brett wants to come see you, she said, do you think he'll pray with me? And of course, I, I prayed with her. We prayed every visit. Janelle valued that time. I would reach over and take her hand and hold on, and, and we would talk to God together. When Janelle went into the hospital a few weeks ago on Thursday morning, I walked in, and she smiled, and we said hello, and, and I, I took her hand, and I hadn't been there more than a minute, and she said, will you pray for me? And so Mary was there, and we joined hands, and, and we prayed together, and she smiled. The Sunday after Janelle went into the nursing home, the Sunday that Gracie and I stopped in for a visit, we walked in, we chatted just a little bit, I complimented her on how good she looked, and again, she almost immediately said, will you pray for me? And so we all joined hands, Mary and Gracie and Janelle and I, and we prayed. We prayed for healing. We prayed for a quick recovery. We also prayed that we would recognize God's blessings. We always prayed that, that we would see his blessings, that we would know that God's always with us, that we would know that he always loves us. And, and I said amen, and Janelle didn't let go of my hand. And she didn't raise her head. She kept her head bowed. She kept her eyes closed. And very slowly, after a few seconds, she looked up and smiled. I think she knew that was the last time we would really visit. That was the last time that she would be able to communicate with me. You and I, we look at this list of qualities we call the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And we sheepishly, sheepishly admit that's not us. <laughs> We're not there yet, anyway. What if we had a hundred years, though? What if we had a hundred years to, to grow, to, to nurture, to cultivate these qualities in our lives? Could we do it then? We're honest, probably not. <laughs> but maybe, just maybe, if we've learned anything from this woman who was delighted to be our friends, maybe if we've learned from her perspective to see the value of people and to see the beauty around us, maybe if we've learned from her personality to slow down, to not take ourselves too seriously, and maybe if we've learned from her prayerfulness to love that time spent talking to our Heavenly Father alone or with others, we, we might just make it if we learn those things. Janelle may have retired from teaching in 1972, but she never stopped being a teacher. I don't think you do. She never stopped being a teacher. And I am so thankful for the things that she taught me. Let's pray. Lord, you, uh, you have blessed us with an amazing person. You have blessed us with an amazing example. Someone who was a, a, an encouragement to, to everyone around her. And Father, we feel the loss today. We feel the, the pain and the, the loneliness that those wonderful visits are over. But Father, there's a whole generation of people coming up behind us who need that kind of person in their life. And we might never be able to uh, to love as, as wonderfully as Janelle has or 
to have that same joy or that same peace or even that same patience. But I pray, Father, that what we've learned from her perspective, from her personality and from her prayerfulness, that we can grow into people who will be a blessing to others. We thank you for all that we've learned through her. We thank you for the way you shared her with us for such a long time. We thank you most of all that she called you Father, that she has that home with you and that hope that she found in, her, in, in your son, Jesus Christ, through your amazing grace, Father. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.